Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark Emanuela podcast. I am Coach Mark Emanuela coming to you from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. Today, if you are new to the program, I give you a warm welcome. If you are a repeat offender, that's a good expression, right? It means basically a repeat offender means you've constantly performed the same error, but I don't think it's an error. Uh, hopefully not. It's lovely to have you back. So if you're a repeat listener to me, then Welcome again to the show and thank you for making this podcast what it is. Without you, there wouldn't be one. So do keep on going, keep letting people know I'm here and also feel free to sponsor a segment from just 99 cents. Okay, that does help me keep the podcast free or you can buy me a cup of coffee and that enables me to do a little bit more and help as many people as I can worldwide, including yourself, who may never be able to afford high level coaching. Today, we're going to be discussing What's detrimental to your success? Now, that's a lovely word, and I, I highly recommend this word a lot to all of my IELTS and OET um, masterclass students. So let's talk about how I use it in a masterclass and how you can use it, not just in IELTS. So don't run away if you're not doing IELTS. Stay listening. It would also be really helpful in business, okay, and also in interviews. So let's talk about detrimental. What is it? It's a really useful word, and how can you use it in listening, reading, writing task two, speaking, OET, business success, in fact, in every walk of life. Right, every walk of life, that's a good expression. It means it doesn't matter what area, okay? What segment, what background you're from, all walks of life, all areas. So detrimental uh, can mean many things, but let me give you the overview, okay? It means to cause damage, harm, or injury. Um, the, the, the adverb is detrimentally. The noun is detriment, okay? And similar words for it, uh, damaging, destructive, harmful, adverse, okay? The opposite meaning, beneficial. All right, okay. So it's really important that you understand the use of the word detriment on how it can feature. So let me give you some great examples that you can use in your IELTS. So for example, we can say about there being a detrimental effect on the environment. Whenever we get those environmental questions, we can say that, uh, you know, the impact of people being unaware of their excessive water consumption is having a detrimental impact upon the environment. That's a lovely, lovely way to phrase it. If you're asked about crime and policing, you might say, well, you know, I believe that punishing uh, people with long prison sentences for petty crimes can have a detrimental effect upon a convicted person's ability to basically turn over a new leaf. That's a nice idiom, right? To turn over a new leaf, start again from a fresh page, right? Also, we can use it in other ways, such as uh, when they ask you about what is something you purchased recently and how do you feel that the, uh, the move of shopping online has affected um, local communities. You could say, I feel that uh, e-commerce, whilst it has many benefits, also has the opposite effect and has a detrimental effect on devastating, as a nice word again, local communities. So devastating means destroying, like literally just ruining. Okay. Uh, if you're devastated because you didn't get a job offer, it means you're heartbroken. It's like, it's ruined me. It's ruined my whole day. You know, you might feel like, oh my goodness, it's the only job I wanted. So it's had a detrimental effect and devastated local communities because people no longer, you know, go and visit the town centre to conduct their shopping. So instead of saying to do their shopping, say conduct, to carry out, okay, to make their purchases even. Um, these are higher level words, people. So just listen to how I'm, I'm wording it, okay? And then you could say this results in, you know, the closure of many small local businesses and, uh, you know, family, family operations. So that's a lovely way to explain it and use it there. 
What about also, um, we can talk about health matters, right? So we could say, um, you know, if you asked about health issues that you're aware of in your country, you might say that uh, you live in a country that's high sugar consumption, like the Philippines. Good gracious. I'm sorry, my fellow Filipinos, why on earth? I have to say, I once went into a supermarket many, many years ago now, because obviously I've been here over three years, but I picked up a bag of frozen, now you call them fries, but... We call them chips in Britain, which gets really confusing. This is a nice little seg segue here for you. But right, chips in Britain mean like French fries, people. Okay, so if you say I want fish and chips, you are not asking for like fish and like you know uh, what we call crisps. <laughs> this gets confusing. Chips, though, to the Americans, right, are like those things, potato things that you get in a little bag and snack on, right? Okay, but you see, those are what we call crisps. So a bag of crisps, all right, not a bag of chips. And, um, you know, we, we look at like chips as being like those frozen uh, or, or you know, French fries, right, that I'm talking about. So why on earth, when I went to the supermarket, I picked up a bag of these chips or these frozen fries. I just thought, why on earth does it say even more potato flavor on the front of the packet? I mean, these should just be potatoes and vegetable oil. That's it. No. I turned the bag over. I was shocked and horrified to see so many e-numbers and preservatives that I think most of them have been banned in Europe, to be honest, which is rather worrying. Um, that's a big problem out here with a lot of additional additives that have been shown to be detrimental to people's health, which is why I'm talking about this, all right? Okay. And also, there is things in there like chicken flavor and um, what else? Sugar. Yeah, loads of sugar. So for some reason in the Philippines, everything has sugar in. Now, I believe this comes partly... Um, from the Spanish influence, because again, hello, my Spanish listeners here. I know for a fact that we all have a sweet tooth, but the Spanish love a good postre, which is dessert, Spanish for dessert. Um, I love a good dessert as well, to be honest with you. But my goodness, in the Philippines, sugar is in everything. It's very hard to be sure that what you're getting doesn't have added sugar. So this is a problem. So the excess sugar in everything in, the, in most of the standard food available here, unless you really double check it out, can be detrimental to people's health. And as I've seen around me, a lot of people have problems with diabetes. Um, it's a big, big issue here, right? And, and I'm sure it is in other parts of the world. So this is a, a good way to use it. And I hope we can, uh, we can resolve this because, uh, you know, I think that the, uh, the Filipino people deserve a choice of, of food that doesn't have all this added sugar in. Um, as I found myself, it's been very hard to find food that doesn't have a lot of these extra additives in, which I believe does have a detrimental impact on, on our health, but really difficult to do if you can't choose to have it without, right? This is a problem. So um, we can also talk about maybe parental issues as well. So we could say, you know, excessive heavy-handed parenting or controlling attitudes from parents can have a detrimental impact on the child's psychological health. So these are very appropriate ways for you to learn to use those sentence structures for when you're practicing in IELTS. Detrimental is an excellent high-level word, okay? Devastating another one. And I'd just like you today to try, and here's the challenge for you after this little podcast, try to use detrimental to talk about what's happening um, maybe in your life or maybe in the world or perhaps for business topics. And remember what I say, use it or lose it. So make sure after doing the listening, 
who you actually actively paraphrasing what I've said here and consolidating. That means making sure the learning you've done here, the listening is going in. Then go forward in your day or if it's the evening, then tomorrow and use detrimental in all of your conversations where you can, where it's appropriate, right? So with your boss, with your colleagues, with your suppliers. So in a meeting, you might say, uh, if we don't do something about sales figures, it's going to have a detrimental impact on the bottom line for next year. Or we could say um, not dealing with this customer complaint will have a detrimental effect on the relationship. You could also say um, to a colleague, I'm really concerned that you're doing too much work. So I don't want that to have a detrimental effect on your health. Let's talk about less than your workload. So you can use it in a positive and negative way. Okay. But it's really important that you practice using it. And if you do that consistently for 28 days with all of the new vocabs and phrases you're, you're using and learning, I guarantee you. By the end of 28 days, you'll be automatically saying more of these advanced high-level words. So check that out. Give it a go. Remember to record yourself when you're doing your practicing. Listen to yourself back. I know you don't want to. But trust me, it's going to help you see and hear yourself as other people do. And if you look at yourself and think, oh, my goodness, my pronunciation's terrible. Or I didn't say that properly. Did I? I got the stress in the wrong place. Or that isn't the right way to use it. And you're struggling message me, get in touch with me. You can get yourself a session with me and I'll be happy to help you and get you on the right track very quickly. All right. So good luck everybody with that. I hope this is not detrimental to your learning and actually assists you and is a beneficial boost. Stay safe, share the podcast as far and wide as you can. And remember, if you can buy a cup of coffee to help me keep the podcast free or even consider supporting me with a small 99 cent support each month, you can follow the links down below to do that. You can do it actually from Spotify as well itself. Just uh, sponsor the podcast and there you go. It would be greatly appreciated to help me keep it as free as I can for as many of you as long as I'm around. Stay safe, everybody. Take care. Keep going. See you soon. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high-level coaching but need to access this information all the same i really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so also if you are somebody looking to get into coaching maybe you're an english coach or perhaps you are another professional maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counselor basically anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession or maybe you you coach people in different academic subjects I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.